Hey, 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 it's me, Katie here. Grab a notebook, add a cuppa, and join me in the sociology staff room. Hi, so welcome to the sociology staff room. Today, we're very, very lucky today to have some time with Anna White, who is a teacher, not just a teacher, but a very experienced teacher of 20 years of sociology. Um, head of faculty, I believe, of social sciences. We're going to talk today about the year 12s for the next coming weeks we've got ahead of us, and we're just going to have a discussion. Um, and I said, Anna, thank you for, for joining us today. You're welcome. Oh, so I'm so pleased. First thing I want to just say is obviously we've got lots of ideas and views on how to approach the year 12s, and obviously we're just going to have a discussion about this, but this is just obviously your views and I'm sure there's a wealth of other ideas we're just going to throw some ideas about so first of all Anna how do you feel about going back after the the six weeks we've had off rejuvenating ourselves um I'm ready for the challenge um it's always nice to get a new cohort of students um year 12s we've got them coming in when do yours start coming in is it this week or next week on monday yeah monday from monday so out of interest and this sort of thing i want to have a little bit of discussion about is how do you how are you personally approaching the first week or the first couple of lessons with the year 12s that you've got i have to do a kind of induction which is about a week long maybe kind of just over a week long um with a booklet and the kind of aim of that induction week is to really it's introducing them to some of the kind of basic concepts and ideas that they need for the course um but i also have kind of woven into that um some kind of contemporary issues to try so that they can see the kind of practical application of sociology at the same time from the outset okay so you've got so that's interesting it's got a week of induction where you're doing some sort of contemporary stuff and then you do some introduction to the key concepts so with that introduction is do you go then straight into your um i don't know your topics as such is that what you do after that week induction or do you spend more time doing yeah, some well, different types? I'll, go in, I'll go into topics um after that week induction so we start with the family yeah so i find they understand the theory better if they can hang it onto a topic um so i i find that it can be a bit intangible and overwhelming to try and do all of that in the first few weeks um and i feel like they grasp it better if they can then see the application of it to something so my induction is is more about really understanding in a kind of tangible practical way what sociology is and what sociologists do and things like that and then when we get into the topics, it's more of the kind of specification type content, I think. And then hook your theory into that. So going back yeah. to the, sort of the induction period, what ideas, what things do you sort of do? Imagine it's lesson one. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of us, including myself, are trying to think of some ideas for refreshing our I don't know, toolbox of sociology. Yeah, so I normally start off with a kind of quiz about like what they know about their society, where I've woven in a kind of true false with like, different statistics about different aspects of social life. So, um, you know, not some of the topics that we're going to do, like there's something on it, GCSE pass rates. and um, But then there's also things about gender pay, you know, just a, a whole range of things to try and hook the different students' interest. And also just 
firstly to kind of just test their awareness and their knowledge of current affairs generally to kind of just get an idea of their starting points but also just to start unpacking some of those things so then when we go through it we discuss explanations like you know why do you think there is a gender pay gap and then we might start to gently introduce some ideas to do with feminism so I'm kind of kind of putting the ideas out there but without like you know labeling it all in kind of theoretical terms so that kind of first lesson I would start off with that and then that would kind of lead us into also understanding what sociologists do in terms of we've got the evidence that comes from them doing research like how do we get statistics like how do we actually get data and then the next bit of what sociologists do is try to explain it so why do you think these happen yes yeah, so sort of slowly introducing it rather than sort of over overwhelming the students to begin with and i know there's sort of a wealth of different ideas out there what people do and don't do um, um but it's interesting to see what sort of that looks like just out of interest do a lot of your students come in from gcse sociology or you your intake um first this is the first time they come across sociology year 12 um first time they've done it we don't offer it in my school and occasionally we might get a student from another school who has done it but that's it might be like one in a class probably so mm, yeah so that's pretty much their first their very first starting point kind of thing yeah so that's what makes sense you're not overwhelming because obviously if they've not come across and you're going hi this is i don't know i'm trying to think of a really complex term or something i don't know like Oh, triple alienation. alienation, <laughs> lesson two in sort of thing. Um, you mentioned that you talk about contemporary material and bringing that in quite early on in the first week. What, what's your, what's the merit? I know there is a merit to that, um, but why, again, is that just sort of echo why that's so important, well, important for students, do you think? Yeah, so I, it's kind of to get them thinking about how sociologists might research the social world, how they might explain the social world, and also to also start thinking about their like the application skills. So, um, and also to just make them see the importance of keeping abreast of what's in the news and that that's going to be important to them and things. So, we kind of we picked a contemporary issue like one to do with gender, one to do with ethnicity, one to do with social class. So we're bringing in those concepts, but also showing them like, you know, how they're relevant, how they might know about some of this already. And then, you know, what is it about these issues that sociologists might be interested in? So it's all part of getting that, you know, a core understanding of what sociology is and what they're going to be required to do on the course, I think, in a kind of implicit way rather than a very explicit way. Yes, yeah, so sort of like building up, building up and sort of bring those skills yeah. in. So I've spoken about, you might have listened to the podcast I did with Kate Flatley, and we talked about mainly about assessment uh, and how to do that. And I was thinking about the year 12, and I think it's something I've been pondering, not only sort of how long to do an induction and whether to sort of weave in like you've mentioned, or whether to spend longer on theory. Um, when do you just sort of just get an idea really what other people are doing like i said there's not a right or a wrong but when do you sort of start bringing assessments i know some schools they do an induction assessment um and that's part of the requirement of their school um because of whether they stay on the course or not sometimes or transfer to something different um when do you start sort of bringing in assessments with the year 12 considering they haven't take, taken sociology before so we we don't have a specific requirement from our school we do have a requirement to set summer preparation for the course um so the task that i set for that kind of feeds into the induction and it i'd given them they could choose between institutional like sexism misogyny or institutional racism and they have to kind of research it and write a report about how that might manifest in different areas of society um, and then that kind of feeds in so that's a 
a kind of their first diagnostic piece of writing. And then at the end of the induction week, we would do two assessments. So one would be like more of a recall, recap kind of test of understanding things like norms, values, socialization, you know, concepts and that they can use them accurately. And then we also get them to do then a follow on task where they have to go away and find an issue, a social issue in the news, and then kind of get some evidence about it, put forward some explanations and then some possible solutions. So mm-hmm. they're starting to really think in the mindset of what a sociologist does kind of thing. And it then it's like kind of, you know, we can then see what their writing's like, but also just how much they've really grasped in terms of the issues we've looked at and what else might be something. So, and it's just, it's to assess them, but also it's just as get and again to hook the interest and just to make them see, like, you know, how much scope there is with sociology. Yeah, it sounds spoken about a lot there, like in regards to sort of getting them to think about those application skills quite early on without them being in that sort of format of, a, of an exam as such with sort of retrieval ideas with, with key concepts. But also, I think it's really interesting that you've mentioned the word hook them into sociology, um, because I suppose it's my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's very much about us keeping those subjects, those students within our subjects as well as sort of saying, oh, by the way, you're going to have to do an exam in this. It's sort of like making sure they feel quite nurtured in that environment. Um, With regards to Year 12, so the things you do in preparation before you meet the Year 12s, is there anything that, you know, you recommend that we, anyone does before they meet the Year 12s? Because we've talked about the first week. Is there anything that you particularly do or or anything like that? Mm -hmm. Do you mean as a teacher or? Yeah, or just, yeah, just as you as a teacher in preparation for the tutors. I know that some schools do or some teachers do um, transition work or um, from like year 11 into year 12 or uh, get them to think about sort of do some reading beforehand or anything like that. Yeah, so we do, we have a like a ses- transition session before the summer and then that's where we set the summer like, like home learning tasks and we also give them a reading list if, and a kind of um, film list if they want to go away and read some books or watch some documentaries or films in preparation. So we kind of, ex- we kind of do a little overview of the course and then explain the work and then, you know, tell them which textbook to get and, and that kind of thing so that when they come they should have, you know, already done a little bit of kind of groundwork um and have some kind of ideas and thoughts themselves i mean it doesn't pick up students that haven't been there and that have enrolled last minute so they had not all they haven't always all done it but i think it's a good thing to do and some of them are really interested like you know sometimes you do get emails from them saying oh i've read this book miss and is there anything else like that that i can read you know and it's really nice to have those students and to give them that opportunity like you know if they really want to run with it yes even if it's only one reading 30 yeah yeah but because that's my second question are there any do you i mean I suppose it's hard when you like some of the students you said enroll later or if students um weren't there for that transition session and stuff so i suppose you there isn't the expectation it's like a, a sort of optional thing is that am i right in that idea with the, the... Well, they are expected to but I think they'll just get like a slightly longer deadline and they'd have to go away and still do the work but they'd have to do it after they've started rather than the summer holidays Um, because with the induction I give a booklet like a work booklet and the powerpoint so the good thing with that is as well if anyone swaps in late like you know they've decided psychology is not for them and they're going to go sociology after all um, because we do get people in the first week to joining it's then quite easy for them to go and independently kind of maybe work through that um, so that they're not too behind or maybe with like a little workshop or something. But it's quite, 
it's set up in a way that they can kind of just take it and go and try and get on with some of it as well if they have joined late. So because that's the other thing you've got to be a bit prepared for, I think, as well at the beginning. Yes, of late starters. Do you have many? What do you do about late starters that start wait two weeks into the course then? Or, or, you know, what would you do in that situation? Yeah, so I would probably give them the induction pack and the um, and the PowerPoint and get them to do some of it and then sit down and go through with them and go through bits that they can do on their own or that they don't understand and that kind of thing and then just give them slightly longer to um, catch up with stuff. I would normally probably try and get them to start joining where we are if we've started the family and then work a bit backwards and not behind consistently. Um, but, yeah, I think anyone that does join late, they've given clear instructions that they're going to have to put in the time to, to catch up. Um, so, yeah, I've had started as late as December before. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, it is doable, but they do have to use their holidays and things quite you know, quite a lot of time in their holidays to make sure they're covering stuff. So, yeah, getting them sort of to start where you are and then the extra stuff to sort of do in their own time. Yeah. So thinking about that, I know you mentioned you start off with families. So you sort of, your, your sort of approach with the year 12, sort of with some of us are going to be seeing hours maybe this week or next week, and sort of do that induction for a week, go into the family unit. What sequence for the first year do you you do? So like just out of interest, just get an idea of what roughly you're you're doing in your year, just sort of a way of comparison, really. Yeah, so we'll do the family to mid November, and then we'll do research methods, um, without the in context bit, just the core research method stuff to kind of uh, mid January, and um, then we do education, and then we do methods in context when we've done education. Um, and then that takes us up until kind of May half term. Um, and they'll have an in, in the June, they'll have an end of year mock. So we'll do a full paper one then because they're prepared then for that. And then we start doing crime and deviance for year 13. So the last two summers I've done, we've done the whole of topic one, like all the theory for crime and deviance. Um, because then we come back and pick up with ethnicity and a lot of the theory is quite repetitive anyway. So it's quite good if you've done that already. But then even if they forget over the summer, you've got an opportunity then to actually go back and revisit quite a lot of it. Um, and that helped a lot this year. It just brought us more time for um, um, revision. Um, we did have a little bit of extra time as well as doing crime topic one. So we have done, we have diversity weeks at our school in the, um, in June. So we did manage to spend like a week and they did some kind of research presentations for that as well as a, like just an extra thing. So we still, as well as doing topic one, we still have a little bit of, flexibility in the summer to maybe build in some other kind of little project or presentation task to take them a bit off spec and you know just broaden their mm. understanding of other topics that we might not be covering which I think is important as well yeah keeping like um, sociology really alive yeah exactly and also if I think about doing it at uni as well giving them just a bit of a feel for what else there is outside of the specification so we try to put build something like that into the summer as well if we can so it's interesting, isn't it? Because there's so many different ways. Of, I think there's something to make, sort of mention to, to, to new teachers that are coming into sociology. There are lots of different ways to approach the scheme of work. And it's interesting that you said you spend an interest a week on the induction, then going to family, then going to methods, then into education, then methods in context, because they've done the education, and then then going to crime, uh, which sort of buys you time in year 13 to do some revision. So there's lots of different ways. It's quite interesting that there's different ways to do that sequence. And I think it's sort of mentioning that 
don't be afraid to sort of do what works for you and your students. And obviously there might be something you think, oh, well, Anna's doing it like this, but then I've looked on I don't know, Facebook and some other teachers are doing it a different way. I think it's really important to, to know your students. So obviously we're sort of thinking about this next couple of weeks, any sort of words of wisdom? Because if you've been teaching now for 20 years, I'm trying to sort of, yeah. oh, no, I know, it's like scary. Saying it out loud is quite scary. It's like, 20 years. That means I've yeah. been an adult for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any words of wisdom? Because this is not your first rodeo in regards to sort of, you know, teaching. Like it, you've done it, uh, you've had this, you've had 20 year 12s go through technically. Are there any words of wisdom? So anyone that's like an, an NQT or an ECT or is like, um, you know, so it's ECT and to the same sort of group now, but, um, you know, or people that are trained to be teaching, any words of wisdom that you could offer? Um, in, term, in terms of the students and what you want from them, I'd say you need to set those expectations from the start. So if you want them to be doing four hours of homework a week, you need to set four hours of homework from the start because, um, you know, when they come in, they might not be used to working like that, but they also don't know what to expect of an A-level and they will rise the challenge if you set that expectation high. So I think it's important to know what you want from your students in that first week and make sure you communicate that to them. Because if you then in December think, oh, they should be spending more hours doing their work, that's going to be quite hard for them to adjust then when they've got used to a few months of not doing it. So I think when, you know, when they're all fresh and wet around the ears, that's the time to really set the expectation of of what you want from them. I think that's probably an important piece of advice. I think, and because I've you know in my first few years of teaching, I I didn't do that, and then I realised that you know they will do what you want them to do, but it works a lot better if you've made it clear from day one, and that they get into those habits from day one, and that they find a way of making it work for them in day what from day one. I think. So setting expectations high is sort of number one priority. I think, yeah, I think sometimes it's it's hard because you think, well, what are my, and that's a quite good, interesting question, isn't it? That maybe in the sort of next couple of days before you see your year 12s, you're thinking to yourself, well, actually, what are my expectations? What do I want out of my year 12s for this year? Um, what's my end goal? And then obviously, as you said, communicating that to students. So uh, I I'd definitely agree with you on that one. Um, it's it's one of those things you think, oh, well, obviously they must know what I want to do, but actually they don't like for, for a lot of them. Okay. Sociology won't be the, will be the first time they've ever come across it as well. And the other thing I'd say as well is like hold their hand um, in the first term because we, my head of sixth form has this little saying, she was goes, oh, they're just year 11 in Mufti. Um, which I don't completely agree with because I do think a lot of maturing goes on over the summer holiday and they do come back quite different in September. But they, I think if you can hold their hand, and by that I mean, um, you know, model answers for them, show them model answers, do answers together on the board when you're trying to set exam questions and help them understand how to answer them. I think if you can do do it with them in the beginning you're not spoon feeding them you're just showing them the way and then you can let grow of the apron strings gradually and I think it's much easier to do that to start off like that and let go than it is to let go and then try to unpick a lot of damage and, and you know and then you'll end up with a lot of redo work that you've got to mark twice and things like that so I find it's better to to give a lot more support in the first term with the first approaching the first essay questions and things like that and then peel it back 
then try and repair the damage later if they've lost their confidence and things like that. That's another thing I would say that's quite important to me as well. Excellent. So expectations and supporting and guiding them at the beginning as well. Are there yeah. any last bits of advice there or can you think of anything else that sort of main things we can take away? Um, and I would just say um, be organised, particularly if you are an NQT or you're new to teaching sociology and it is going to be overwhelming. But I just think if in the next couple of days you can just get things ready, like, you know, your online classroom set up, your mark sheets printed, your list of students, your pictures of students, name cards, you know, simple stuff. But I mean, it is quite draining at the beginning when you don't know who your students are, you don't know their names. So just that having those things set out can just give you the confidence to then be able to think about the subject and focus on what you're doing with them. And, and that. so I just say, try to get as organized as you can with the things that you need to be set up, you know, before the lessons start. Um, and then that will make life easier once you get into the full thrust of the teaching timetable. Definitely, that's a really good bit of advice, isn't it? To making sure that sort of admin things are sorted, it sort of gives you peace of mind. Um, I'm sure you agree with me as well. For for any teachers sort of new to teaching, we all get nervous. I mean, I've, you said you've been teaching twenty years, oh, probably been about that a bit, maybe a bit more, um, but around that mark as well. I get nervous every year. I was, I like, I'm feeling nervous now. Um, and I think it's sort of a sign that you care. So I think we're all gonna, we all feel the same, even if you've been teaching for one year or, or 20 years of teaching. So um, what I'm gonna say is thank you ever so much, Anna, for your time today. I really, really, really appreciate it. Have a good night's sleep before you meet your students, I'm sure you will do, and enjoy the last bits of sunshine. What's really great, it's due to rain next week, so I don't feel so bad like about that now. I'm like, yay, the summer's yeah. over. It's it's rainy next week. <laughs> Especially after we've had sunshine for the whole summer holiday for the first time in I don't know how long. So yeah, definitely. Thank you, Katie. Thank you for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And all the best for next week and this year. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. The Sociology Stuff Room is brought to you by Tutor to You Sociology. Find us at tutortoyou.net forward slash sociology or follow us on Twitter at tutortoyousoc or Instagram at tutortoyousoc. You can also join our very lively Facebook groups for sociology teachers. See you soon.